0: Hey, all you cool cats and kittens.
1: Jesus (laughs) Christ. (laughs) I was not expecting that. I could not resist. Oh my God. I cannot with... (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) You know what, Rachel? I
0: actually don't know if it caught the first part of that.
1: It did. It It definitely did. did. Yeah, I'm looking at it
0: right now. Okay, well, (laughs) so you all heard that. Ah, Drake and the a Baskin. Yep, that was a yeah. thing.
1: Yeah, that was a thing that happened. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Yep. Um, what was the the meme? I'm. I'm. It'll be shared by the time this episode airs, but it's uh, the one that meme,
0: the one that you tagged me in.
1: Yeah, about the customer service voices. <laughs>
0: hey all you cool cats and kittens like that's your customer service voice and then <laughs> the real one what was the real one like your
1: motherfuckers hey like
0: hey that. motherfuckers <laughs>
1: and it was joe yeah this this is not where i thought we'd be in this uh, guess guess what timeline. motherfucker <laughs> oh my god Yeah. i just pulled it oh. up yeah oh my god yeah uh, In the timeline that we're currently in, this is not where I expected to be in my life learning about the big cat industry. You know what? And someone pointed out something really good on Facebook. That is such – we're obsessed with it because we're stuck in fucking quarantine. And it's just a a bonker show. Mm -hmm. But it really does an injustice to the animals. And, like, now that I'm thinking back on that, it's very upsetting because – it completely throws the horrific treatment of these animals to the wayside. Oh, it totally does. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Like, That's
0: the, that's actually the initial reason. Cause my, my, one of my best friends, Lauren, she was like, you have to watch this. And I was like, that's going to depress the fuck out of me. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not watching that. But then, um, curiosity just got the better of me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very upset about it, but it is what it is. Um, I mean, I
0: think the best thing we can think is that maybe it sheds some light and perhaps it'll like spark some people acting on the people that do that. I don't know. Hopefully. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, Carol Baskin's going to get fucking arrested for killing her husband. So,
1: well, one can hope and we can hope that there's DNA evidence to prove it.
0: And you can bet your asses that that will be on this show when it does.
1: Absolutely. Also, you're all about to hear me get a little bit more comfortable in this chair. Sorry. Okay.
0: Is it gonna make like weird fart noises or something?
1: Uh no, it just made like a scraping noise. I was kinda too far from the microphone.
0: I see. How's your blanket fort yeah. doing?
1: It's okay. Um the chair is extremely fucking uncomfortable though, and I forgot until I sat in it again that I wanted to grab a pillow. Do you like here we are? It?
0: No, not worth it?
1: Yeah, actually, I do. Alright. Uh, we'll just edit out this silence. Guess what, motherfucker? Butt pillow has been obtained. Yay! We are good to go. Alright, love a good Sorry butt about pillow. that. Yeah, butt pillows are the best. Um, yeah, so my blanket fort's okay. How's yours? Um, it's fine.
0: I mean, you know, I did not expect at this age to be in a blanket fort but why now that it's, now that it's happened i'm i'm fi- oh there's nothing wrong with it i just didn't expect it but now that it's happened um you know i could get used to it
1: yeah it's not bad mine's really dark and i enjoy that a lot
0: yeah it is it's very like uh you know what i always find really comforting is the car wash like going through the car wash
1: oh uh, yeah that's nice
0: it just—it's like that's kind of what it reminds me of. Like you're in like your own little bubble, like nobody else exists.
1: Yeah. No.
0: You know, telling stories. I also scary like.
1: <laughs> I like the. This is so dumb, but um, I had never been through a car wash that had the like colored foam. Oh, maybe like, what? Yeah. So recently, I have, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" And like, it's tri-colored foam.
0: What the fuck? I want to do that.
1: That's how easily entertained we are.
0: I'm so. Ugh, no shame.
1: No shame.
0: I'm extremely easily entertained.
1: I really enjoyed that. So, yeah, try and find one of those. It's like tricolor wax or tricolor foam or something.
0: Dude. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well. All right. I don't Any corrections? Uh, I feel like we did. Actually. We We
1: handled the one correction last week. Okay. About the fingernail thing.
0: Okay. No, I don't think I do. But also the other the episode I just did hasn't actually like aired yet for anybody to tell me that I fucked something up. So
1: True, true. True that. So So
0: personally no, I don't have anything, but
1: Yeah, we're like back to back recording a bunch of episodes to build up the bank again. Um, so sometimes you're gonna get these like a week or two after we've recorded them. Just as a heads up. So we will address any issues as soon as we are made aware. But
0: currently, we're still in quarantine, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we have lots of free time to do this. All right. Anything else you feel like chatting about before I get into this really horrific fucking story? No, I'm dying to hear about your story, though. It's bad.
0: You gave me a little teaser, but I want to hear the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to jump into it because it's rough
0: okay oh wait what are
1: you drinking today
0: oh ha yes i am drinking apothic rosé Ooh. yes rosé is really good it is very it's very i i know it's fucking basic i don't care i love rosé it's so like it's so crisp and refreshing and it reminds me of summer
1: Ma'am, you're speaking to the woman who has drank Raspberry teeny for the past couple episodes.
0: Oh, that's true. Um, I always totally shame you for it, so I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, so
1: you can be as basic as you want, because hey. so the fuck am I. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's
0: delicious. What about
1: you? Nice. I am drinking hot tea and water because I am a dehydrated bitch. Because so. you're a dehydrated
0: <laughs> old person.
1: Yes, yes, I fucking am. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm drinking. And this this story is just some of the stuff that I have to talk about. It's no worse than anything else that any other podcast covers, but it's just a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the world is heavy right now. So talking about this is going to be heavy. And I was not, I didn't want to drink because I can see myself drinking and like freaking out. Upset. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so hot tea and water
0: for me. <laughs> Understand.
1: You got to take care of yourself in this fucking yeah. weirdo world. Absolutely. And that is what I'm doing. Let me give my sources. Okay. And w- I'm going to post all of these. I know I always say I'm going to, and then I forget because I am a trash goblin and forget.
0: I mean, but- you, can pretty much, you can pretty much count on a lot of it's going to be Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. But this time I really am going to post the sources because there is just... Oh my god, there's such good information like a, out there.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like there's a lot of information. It's
1: really deep, and someone could do a really deep dive into this. I did not. Um, I'd love to in the future, but I just could not because, like I said, shit's really heavy right now. There's tons of documents. There's researches done about this, like research papers and stuff you can read. So I am going to post all of them this time. My resources are from The Guardian, uh, NPR abandonedflorida.com dot com. That's abandonedFL dot com. So I will post all of those and a document cloud. It's like a a document cloud file that I'll post as well as online like library for all of the documents related to this. So <clears throat> you ready? We are. Wow,
0: you're getting you're getting all educated on me.
1: Yeah, I did like an actual um, what do they call that? I should know that I'm in school right now and I'm an idiot. Uh,
0: like research. <laughs>
1: No, like a, a certified, like, you know how whenever you have to cite something and they're like, make sure your sources are reputable. Oh, like scholarly? Yes, thank you. Scholarly was the word.
0: Um. Yeah, wow. I usually like, I find shit on like, uh, science is cool, spelled K E K E W L <laughs> dot com. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I usually do too. I, but, you know, this one, there is actually a wealth of research done about it. And so I lucked out. Sweet. Yeah, so check those out, and I am going to tell you today about the Florida School for Boys, also known as Arthur G. Dozier School for Boys. So, Dozier School for Boys was a reform school in the state of Florida in the town of Mariana. Reform schools, do you know what they are?
0: Um, yeah, it's like that thing that parents always threaten you with, like, you're going to go to boarding schools like that.
1: No, so actually, like, you can't... From my understanding... You might be able to, but you can't send your child there. The state has to send your child Oh, there. so it's
0: more like a juvie kind of thing.
1: Yes. So reform schools okay. are an alternative correction solution for youthful offenders. Okay. Uh, this reform school, lots of them, uh, gained a reputation for abuse, beatings, rapes, torture, and even murder of students by staff.
0: Jesus. Okay. told you
1: this was heavy.
0: <laughs> Ugh, I'm just going to glug my wine.
1: Yep. Yep. Glug some for me. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I'll get some residual energy from that because I'll send
0: it to you through the microphone. Thank you. Please do. Mm -hmm.
1: Dozier School opened January 1st, 1900 and was in operation until June 30th, 2011. Eventually, a second campus was opened in Okeechobee. And for a while, it was the largest juvenile reform institution in the United States the mariana site was an open campus on roughly 1400 acres without any fencing it was originally divided into two sub-campuses because back in the day segregation was still a thing so they had two sub-campuses for segregation purposes until 1966 Mm -hmm. Uh, and yeah yep that's gross enough it was the time in 1929 an 11 room concrete block detention building was built it was also segregated and it was constructed to house incorrigible or violent students because the site wasn't fenced. It was called the White House by students, and it was the site of the most horrific treatment of the students housed at the school. Shortly before the vaci- <laughs> Can I
0: make a joke?
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Um, the thing that I call a White House is also the the site of very horrific treatment of other people. <laughs> anyway, oh my
1: God, yes, yeah, you are not wrong. We have a lot in common. Yeah. Yeah. Shortly before the facility was closed was a fenced 159-acre high-risk residential facility for 104 boys aged 13 to 21 who had been committed there by court. They lived in cottages on the property. Can you the imagine adjacent- how bad
0: it smelled in there? Like,
1: smelled Ugh, like Wedding
0: boy. Yep. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll take this seriously now. I'm sorry.
1: No, 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 but you're right. I mean... <laughs> I have nephews, you know, and They're they disgusting, teenage, and we were teenagers too. Teenage boys just stink sometimes. Mm-hmm. So uh, they lived in cottages on the property. The adjacent site, Jackson Juvenile Offender Center, it was for maximum risk, chronic offenders of felonies or violent crimes, and they were locked in cells like in a prison. God, yeah. So uh, this is—I should have been clear. What I'm doing right now is trying to give you a background on the school. And kind of the layout of the school, so that you can all kind of imagine this um, while I describe everything. So, okay. Um, a picture. cemetery. Yep, a cemetery was located in the north side of the campus, known as Boot Hill Cemetery. Most of the graves were unmarked, and the records of students who had died at the facility were extremely bare and lacking in information. Of course. I'm gonna touch on that later. Please do not let me forget because it's not in my notes. I just have to pull up the website so that I can tell you some of the descriptions in these documents like it's outrageous
0: okay um i'll write that down
1: yeah please because i'm gonna forget it's a very long story okay former students said they feared most the white house so that was the place nobody wanted to go in the white house yeah yeah (laughs) in both senses the boys were chained to tables or walls and flogged until they were unconscious some never returned from the white house uh, there were allegations of a secret rape dungeon in the cellar of the dining hall, and some of the victims were as young as nine years old.
0: Oh, my God. Okay.
1: Yeah. Are uh, you sure
0: you don't want to drink?
1: I want to drink heavily. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I'm not going to just because I will get into a real dark place and I don't want to get into a dark place. (laughs) Tales of abuse span back to the beginning of the school. So this isn't like the school operated normally and not happily, but normally and did its function for the first couple of years. Like this shit started from the gate. In 1903, an inspection reported that students were commonly kept in leg irons. Fucking why? I mean, I get that the place wasn't fenced in, but shit a dorm a mysterious dormitory fire killed 6 children and 2 staff in 1914 and they were buried in the cemetery on the grounds and now i'm going to get into some real real heavy shit so and some some descriptions of what had happened there from people who lived it a lot of them who had lived it september 21st 1934 13 year old thomas varnadeau and his 15 year old brother hubert were accused of stealing a typewriter from the back porch of a woman's house they were both sent to the school for the crime of malicious trespass 38 days after arriving at the school thomas died His death certificate cited pneumonia as the cause and he was buried on the property. Years later, his nephew Glenn wanted to have his body buried at home and he requested an exhumation from the school. They claimed they had no records as to where he was buried. So they kept no records of who was in what graves in that cemetery. It was just like a mass burial essentially. Mm -hmm. Like not all in one hole, but like they just, they didn't care. Uh, In 1940, George Owen Smith was sent to the Arthur G. Dozier School for Boys for wrecking a stolen car. Shortly after arriving at the school, Owen tried to escape but was caught. Owen escaped again in December 1940, along with another boy. On January 1st, 1941, the school superintendent, Millard Davidson, sent a letter to Owen's parents. It read, So far, we have not been able to get any information concerning his whereabouts. George's mother replied that they were planning to travel to Mariana to search for their son. Soon after, they got a telephone call letting them know that Owen's body, well, George Owen's body, had been found underneath a house. School officials said his body was so badly decomposed, they couldn't determine the cause of death, but suspected he died from the cold. George's mother didn't believe it. According to his sister, Oval Krell Smith, now a retired Lakeland police officer, the boy who was with Owen said he was last seen running across a field with guards shooting at him hmm. his family asked his body to be taken to a local mortuary with it where they could collect his remains but upon arriving at the school they found he was already buried the rector of saint luke's episcopal church in town wrote to the family letting them know that he had performed the burial service and that it was in the burial plot of the school that is kept nicely cleaned and cared for and will be looked after in the years to come the letter is the only proof that george was buried in mariana or any proof that he actually died his family's been unable to obtain a death certificate and the bureau of vital statistics has no record of his death either so that's a fucking cover-up if i've ever heard one obviously found under a house like what the fuck and yeah okay he probably was because he probably got shot and ran and then died from the gunshot wound and then you're gonna the
0: people that did this just like watch fucking uh wizard of oz and they're like Oh, that's a good way to hide a body.
1: Apparently, like the house on the witch. Pretty yes. much. I'm sorry. But I me honestly. What year I'm in. 1940. 1940, okay. But also, here's the thing it is possible that he was found under a house, but in my mind, this is what makes sense. He was running. They shot him. He okay. kept running, didn't realize, because you have adrenaline, you know? He didn't realize he had been shot until he got further away and crawled under a house to hide and mm. probably died under the house.
0: That's true. Yeah. Or so or maybe all of that and maybe he had a gunshot wound or something and couldn't
1: Right. Yeah. And and he could have just died in the field and they said they found him in a house, you know. Mm-hmm. There's there's many things, but if he truly was found under the house i think that he did have a gunshot wound and was hiding and oh didn't yeah, yeah. Real, you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's what i meant by it killed him because of the gunshot wound um, So
0: yeah okay i see what you mean and what's so frustrating about those kinds of cases is that there's just so horrific you'll never know like there are tons yeah. of cases that you'll never know like i've been really um into the scott and lacey peterson case even though we'll never know exactly what happened it's pretty obvious Yeah. Whereas things like this are just a total mystery that will never be solved.
1: And they didn't give them the opportunity to because they knew they fucked up. They buried Uh that boy's body so quick that nobody would be able to look at it, tell that they had shot him. That's Uh what happened. Yeah. Let's continue on this path of horrific stuff. Uh Earl Wilson was 12 when he was sent to the reform school in 1944 on a larceny charge. He died 72 days later while detained in a tiny seven by 10 foot building with eight other boys aged 11 to 17. The building was known as a sweat box. The shed had a bucket for a toilet, oh a God. bucket for drinking water, one set of bunk beds, one set of bunk beds for eight boys. The fuck. what? Yeah, and... One light bulb that was always on never got turned off. And I'm Some sorry of the...
0: for larceny. Isn't that just like theft? Mm-hmm. Okay. But
1: here's the thing. He probably went to the thing, to the school, pissed someone off, and they threw him in it. The... Because the sweat box is like the hole, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's their version of the hole. Yeah. So it's torture. Solitary confinement is torture, and that's the end of it. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not getting on my soapbox today because this is a long fucking story. <laughs> so, uh... Some of the boys had been in the sweatbox for days, others for weeks. I just that's, I can't even imagine the horror that those children s- went through.
0: Disgusting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. So Earl's death certificate said he was autopsied and the cause of death was head injury, blows on the head but the doctor's conclusion was inconsistent with the testimony of the boys confined with Earl. Four boys were convicted of murdering the 12-year-old and sentenced to life in prison. The prosecutors relied on testimony from the four other boys. Earl's family later heard from another boy who said Earl died when school officials stuffed his nose with cotton as a punishment for smoking. I was boy- going to say, those kids mm-hmm. didn't kill another kid. No. No and you know things like that do happen there's a lot of tension and rage and you're scared and you react in that way but it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> no
0: and i mean and yeah that that definitely can happen and it certainly happens in like ev- mainstream adult prisons but i feel yeah. like i feel like boys of that age are like just looking for a friend you know like i'm sure mm-hmm. well i mean
1: it's, it's extenuating circumstances so like, yeah i don't wanna you know what i mean like I don't want to try and put myself in that position because you don't know how you would react. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, you know what I mean? Like, it's possible. I'm not going to say that it's not, but is it likely in the sweat box where they're Uh, all... When they've all
0: been beaten and tortured by these, like, uh, people that run the school?
1: Yeah. The school official stuffed his nose with cotton as punishment for smoking. The boy also said staffers would administer beatings three or four times a day. Mm. So he probably died because... One, he couldn't breathe, and they beat the shit out of him. Mm -hmm. It's just fucked. (laughs) If I get confused with all of this, it's just because there's so much information. So please bear with me while I try and go through all of this.
0: That's what corrections are for.
1: Yep. Over the past decade, hundreds of men who were residents of the Dozier School have come forward to tell gruesome stories of abuse and beatings that they suffered during their time there. Most of the boys were in the school in the 1950s and 1960s and have come together to tell the stories of the violence they were subjected to in the White House. Eighty-one boys are known to have died there Mm. so far. (laughs) Uh, These boys that have come together that are still alive, well, they're men now, obviously, they've organized a group that's become known as the White House Boys. There was about 400 members that were survivors of the school. And since the early 2000s, members of the group began to speak publicly about their experiences to the media and to challenge the state to investigate practices and personnel at the school. So the school was still operating when these when these men got together and made this organization.
0: And when uh, was the organization made?
1: In uh, the 2000s.
0: Wow. So the, I mean, those guys were like really up in age.
1: Yeah. So they got together and started to speak publicly about it because the school was still operating. Uh, It only Uh closed down in 2011, which is not that long ago. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Okay.
1: Yep. So uh, they wanted to challenge the state to investigate the practices and personnel at the school. More than 300 men have publicly recounted abuse and torture at the school. And the survivors have obviously had internal struggles and have set up more than one website so that people can get on and read their stories. I'm going to tell you a couple of them now. Jerry Cooper is in his late 60s now, and he described the treatment as brutal beatings. So when they just said they beat the children, like he wants to be clear that it was not just like smacking someone on the ass. It was literally beating them yeah he was sent to the school in 1961 when he ran away from home and hitched a ride with an AWOL marine who was driving a stolen car he was charged with car theft even though he didn't steal the car and sent to the school some of them were sent there for crimes or stupid things like smoking in school others like Jerry had been running away um or they didn't have families orphans were sent there because they didn't have places to go so uh, one the fact that they sent these boys who committed small crimes or ran away from home there is fucking horrific but you're sending them there to be punished, okay. But you're going to send orphans there who literally did nothing wrong and just oh, don't so have a family? It, so
0: it was literally just orphans, like not orphans that fucked around and did something no, like dumb. No, just oh.
1: orphans. They had wow. nowhere else to go, so they placed them in the, in the reform school. Oh, for fuck's sake. How fucked up. hmm And that also makes me question the number of dead because orphans and wards of the state, like, there's no – they could literally throw those records away and no one would know.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, you know there's so many more than what, yeah. what they found so far. Yeah.
1: So that's just heartbreaking. I mean, the whole thing is heartbreaking. But the fact that kids were sent there who had literally done nothing wrong were probably terrified enough because either they had lost their parents or never had parents. And now they're subjected to being tortured and probably killed. And no one would know. And, and no one will identify them.
0: That's so terrible because like kids believe that whatever environment they have is what they deserve.
1: Yeah. Like yep. they
0: they don't know that like life is just unfair as fuck. Like they think that that's what they, you know, what, what they deserve and that's and that's just terrible that they lived and died thinking that.
1: Yeah. It's awful. Uh, Jerry stated, we weren't bad kids. We might have needed some help in some respect, but that wasn't the place to find it. I'll tell you that right now. That's that's the other thing, you know. They were sent to this horrible school when they probably needed some help, like he said, you know, like some kind of rehabilitation, some kind of help at home. They probably didn't have great home lives, you know, or they were just dumb kids and fucked up. We've all done stupid shit as kids. Yeah. So it's just really heartbreaking to you know to see that uh jerry said he did his best to stay out of trouble but after several weeks he learned about the beatings firsthand school staff got him out of bed at 2 a.m one day and took him to the white house where he says they threw him on a bed tied his feet and began beating him with a leather strap the first blow this is a quote from from him the first blow lifted me a foot and a half off that bed he recalls and every time that strap would come down you could hear the shuffle on the concrete because their shoes would slide from just the force of them bringing that belt down. That's how hard they were hitting it. Hmm. Uh, he passed out, but a boy in the next room later told him he counted 135 lashes.
0: Jesus
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, Jerry's story isn't uncommon. Many stories are similar and worse than what he had experienced. Roger Kaiser is one of the White House boys. And when the state investigated and found no evidence indicating a staff member was responsible for any student deaths, he didn't accept it and spoke out saying, there's just too many stories. I know of one that I personally saw die in the bathtub that had been beaten half to death. I thought he'd been mauled by dogs because I thought he had ran. I never did find out the true story on that. There was the boy I saw who was dead who came out of the dryer. They put him in one of those large dryers. Yeah, you heard that right. They put a boy in a fucking industrial dryer.
0: Like, I just don't understand. I truly, like, don't get how you can hurt a kid because a kid- Like, in a lot of ways, crimes of passion and, like, I don't know, like, adult matters can get so complicated and so complex and, like, you can, you don't justify the crime, but you can understand how A plus B equals C.
1: Yeah. Yep. But, like,
0: with a kid, it's just, like, it's way too easy to hurt a kid if you wanted to. So, like, mm-hmm. how how is that helping anything? And how is that giving you any kind of gratification when, like, they're so small and they're so helpless? I don't know. That's mm-hmm. so... I guess it's because I'm not even a fucking teenage,
1: sociopath. Yeah. I mean, even teenage boys. Yeah, they piss you off, but they don't deserve that.
0: And they're so... They're just so dumb to the world. Like they're not like, and I say that with like empathy is that they don't know anything. Whatever they do is based on either they're just developing personality and brain or they're maybe perhaps shitty parents. Like, yeah, yeah. They, they have no sense of any of like, they barely have a sense of right and wrong. And if they have a skewed sense of right and wrong, that just compounds things even more. So like, I just don't that that is so mm-hmm. I just can't understand that.
1: It's so we've talked about this before. And like kids getting hurt and animals getting hurt are the two things that I really struggle with. Mm hmm um like talking about or hearing but i really wanted to cover this because it's just i'm just blown away by what they went through and just the fact that i mean i'm gonna get into this later but the fact that nothing was done after they investigated
0: i'm really curious how like dna factors yeah in.
1: there is dna <laughs> no i
0: know there is yeah, but i'm just curious like what that's gonna lead to yeah
1: they put a boy in the dryer one sur- survivor dick cologne said he had witnessed a boy tumbling in an industrial clothes dryer, and his body later removed and wrapped in linen. Uh, there is an account of the story called The Bones of Mariana. Uh, it was in 2013. He is in that, and he re- he says that he recalled that scene in the laundry room. Uh, Roger, the one, the uh, sorry, I talked about Kaiser a little bit earlier. So there's two people who witnessed this. <laughs> he recalled that laundry room scene, and he remembers a supervisor in the laundry room telling him, another one of you little bastards just bit the dust when the stretcher got carried out.
0: Cool.
1: Yeah. Fucking great. So really fucked up. (laughs) So, I mean, that's just some of what some people who are still alive have talked about experiencing or witnessing. There is so much more. And if you dig into all of this, you can read that yourself. It's, it's difficult uh, just as a warning, but there's, there's a lot of it. So if you feel like going down a rabbit hole, this is a very interesting rabbit hole to go down. Um, in 1968, Florida Governor Claude Kirk said after a visit to the school where he found overcrowding and poor conditions that somebody should have blown a whistle a long time ago. At this you time, think? yeah, at this time the school housed 564 boys, some for offenses as minor as school truancy, running away from home, or incorrigibility which included cigarette smoking
0: incorrigibility that's such an interesting word let's send
1: a bunch of kids to fucking reform school because they smoked some cigarettes because they're
0: incorrigible
1: while their parents are probably smoking eight packs a fucking day and Ugh. also
0: like that this was the 40s
1: this was in the 60s oh that was
0: the 60s okay. the late
1: 60s well,
0: everybody fucking smoked and no one gave a shit
1: yeah before. yep they ranged in age from 10 to 16 years old and the white house was closed in 1967 officially corporal punishment at the school was banned in august of 1968 so yay
0: right yeah It's, it's done
1: no nope 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 no it continued and shit was still really bad uh in 1982 an inspection revealed that boys at the school were hogtied and kept in isolation for weeks at a time. The ACLU filed a lawsuit over this and similar mistreatment at a total of three juvenile facilities in Florida. So like I said, this isn't the only one where this shit was happening. Uh, by this time, the Dozier That's school was housing. Yeah. Yep. By this time, the Dozier School was housing 105 boys aged 13 to 21. Federal lawsuits concerning school's conditions uh, resulted in the Department of Justice's monitoring Florida's juvenile justice system starting in 1987. In 1985, the media reported that young ex students of the school sentenced to jail terms for crimes committed at Dozier had subsequently been the victims of torture by guards at the Jackson County Jail. They committed crimes at Dozier and got sentenced, and they had been tortured. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The prison guards typically handcuffed the teenagers and hanged them from the bars of their cells, sometimes for over an hour. The guards said that their superiors approved the practice and that it was routine. How fucked? Um,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, this is why I don't like being not being in the same room because you can't see my expressions. I know,
1: yeah, and I'm sure it's really great right now.
0: It's. I- <sighs> Okay, I don't even know how I can't describe it to you because I can't see it, but I can feel it, and it feels like a lot of despair and outrage.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the late in late two thousand nine, the school failed its annual inspection. Shocker, shocker. <laughs> among, <laughs> among This is this is a whole couple decades. You know, two thousand nine. That's the next time they did some other shit about this fucking hell. Okay, I'm
0: assuming I'm assuming that they had inspections in the past. They probably failed.
1: Yeah, I'm sure, but nobody did anything about it.
0: Well, that's the thing. I mean, these are these are schools. It's not like... Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: among other problems, the inspection found that the school failed to deal properly with the numerous complaints by the boys held there, including allegations of continued mistreatment by the guards. State Representative Daryl Rusin said the system was struggling to move on from a long-standing culture of violence and abuse. What? <sighs> You're going to blame... What? <laughs> struggling to move on it's not that fucking hard just don't fuck up little kids like what the fuck sorry really fucking angry
0: <laughs> i mean like
1: don't beat children it's not that fucking difficult I wonder, like like who
0: funded these schools the state the state funded them
1: yep not privately say, owned the state
0: I, okay because i was gonna say like whose pocket are they in where they need to keep this up like
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the U.S. Department of Justice conducted a survey of 195 U.S. facilities, including – this is just, like, an overall picture for you of the shit that happens in U.S. Uh, reform schools or, like, juvenile detention centers, that sort of thing. hmm Uh, They conducted a survey of 195 U.S. facilities, including the Florida School for Boys. According to its 2010 report, 11.3% of boys surveyed at the school reported that they had been subjected to sexual abuse by staff using force in the last 12 months. And 10.3 reported they had been subjected to it without the use of force. 2.2 reported sexual victimization by another inmate. The Department of Justice said that these percentages meant the home was deemed to have neither high nor low rates of sexual victimization compared with the other institutions assessed in this survey. Excuse the fuck out of me. There should be no rates of sexual victimization in any of the institutions.
0: Uh, no, there shouldn't be, and that's not even counting all the ones that go, like, unreported.
1: Yep, so, this whole thing is just a fucking mess.
0: That's super depressing, I can understand why, um, wow, yeah, like, why you didn't want to drink, although I think I still would have had to.
1: Yeah. So in July 2010, the state announced its plan to merge Dozier with JJOC, the Jackson Juvenile Offender Center, I think, creating a single new facility, the North Florida Youth Development Center, with an open campus and a closed campus. However, the following year, claiming budgetary limitations, the state decided to close both facilities on June 30th, 2011. Remaining students were sent to other juvenile justice facilities around the state. Budgetary limitations. Mm -hmm. Really? So, great. It's closed. No more. No more. Except, you know, the issues of the unidentified victims on the property because the school was never held accountable for their fucking actions.
0: hmm And, like, all, th- all the families, like... Yeah. I mean, I know that a lot of these boys probably either had no family or, like, maybe not a great family, but still...
1: So, ultimately, an investigation by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement ordered, ordered by then-Governor Charlie Crist in 2008. This is one of the investigations... Before they shut down found insufficient evidence to prove or refute physical or sexual abuse and prosecutors declined to charge the few former staff members still alive. So that was from back in the the 60s with the White House boys and their group. They had got like an investigation done.
0: Wow. Wow. Um- white male adults are just truly like immune to consequences
1: yep i am gonna read uh the statement from i believe the investigation i'm not sure who actually put this statement out but it's from the investigation This investigation included over 100 interviews of former students, family of former students, and former staff members of the school. The interviews confirmed that in addition to the implementation of the individual rating system, school administrators used corporal punishment as a tool to encourage obedience. The interviews revealed little disagreement about the way in which corporal punishment was administered. The former students were consistent in that punishment was administered by school administrators and adult staff witnesses in the building referred to as the White House. The former students were consistent in stating that a wooden paddle or leather strap was the implement used for administering punishment. The area of disagreement amongst former students was the number of spankings administered and their severity. Mm-hmm. Although some former students stated that they were beaten to the point that the skin of their buttocks blistered and bled profusely, there was little to no evidence of visible residual scarring. A no, second so that makes it not real. Yeah, it didn't happen. There's no scars. Oh, would they just gave you a little spanking. A secondary disagreement was the former students' perceptions of the punishment process. Some former students stated that their spankings caused them no psychological harm and that they learned from their mistakes, while others stated that mentally they suffered greatly as a result and still do to this day. Some reports by former students stated that in addition to corporal punishment, they were also subjected to sexual abuse at the hands of former staff members or other students. With the passage of over 50 years, no tangible physical evidence was found to either support or refute the allegations of physical or sexual abuse. So essentially what this bullshit statement is saying, well, I know some of you say that you got fucked up, but a bunch of you said that it wasn't that bad. So we're going to go with that story.
0: Well, you know, and what I was just thinking was that that, that must've been kind of, I'm not excusing them not doing anything, but it might, it must've been a little bit difficult to suss out because nowadays, if you heard anything about that, it would be all over the place. Oh And yeah. any claims like that would be like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if the teacher tapped someone on the shoulder. I mean, it would be inappropriate. But back then, that's when they were still when nuns were still like hitting kids with rulers to make them
1: right with their right hand. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for any feedback there I was drinking from my water bottle and it was crinkling. But yeah, like I just I don't know, I'm just really upset about the the way that he worded it that like okay, so some of you said it was this bad, but the people who said it wasn't that bad are right and you're all wrong.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean cuz uh, it's it's almost like the any of the like sexual assault allegations, uh, I mean, it's definitely improved in the last few years, but like th- my my thing is is like they can't all be lying. What, yeah, why And even, and, but that's why I think the time period here is significant because their prerogative, not that it's at all right, is that, oh, well, punishment in schools then was allowable.
1: Right. Yeah. Whereas,
0: and so if they're, they're just thinking, oh, well, these, some of them are just exaggerating. They're wimps, they're wussies, they're, insert derogatory name used against children and
1: especially boy children. Yeah. It's, it's just fucked all around. Wow. And now we're going to get into the DNA. Okay, ready. <laughs> the appetite for answers led to the state calling on USF, so University of the State Florida. of Florida. Yep, sure. Course, yeah. That's probably not totally right, but you know, it's a it's a college in Florida. Their forensic pathology team, which used ground penetrating radar to locate 55 graves, but wow. only only 13 of those discoveries were made within the cemetery grounds. The rest of the graves were outside, in the woods, including under a roadway, brush, and a large mulberry tree.
0: Oh, that's not surprising, sadly. Nope.
1: While they had documented 98 deaths at the site, they were unable to identify any more burials on the grounds. Some bodies may have been sent home to students' families, which is possible. And and if you look at the records that I'm going to post, some of them do say they were sent home to their family. Wow. From exhumations that began in 2013, researchers have made 15 presumptive DNA matches and seven positive DNA matches. So they're trying to figure out who these kids are and these people are that are buried and have no markers, no identification, because there were no records kept of where they were buried
0: and i'm sure i i bet that they didn't have like dental records and shit or if they did it they've i mean i don't know i don't know what to to what extent they documented that type of shit especially probably not for, yeah for kids that nobody cared about
1: yep yep probably not so in late march of 2019 an additional 27 possible graves were identified During a pollution cleanup on the Dozier site. During the exhumations, they discovered forensic results for the way in which some had died. The few records on site indicated most had died from illnesses or drownings. Results from that forensic study revealed shotgun pellets, blunt force traumas, and substantial evidence of malnutrition and infections that had killed children. Mm-hmm. aaron kimmerley kimmerle i might be fucking that up i'm so sorry aaron she is a usf associate professor of forensic anthropology and the lead researcher on this case said a big step in any historic case like this is acknowledgement recognizing what happened to the different people the victims the families the stakeholders and trying to bring out the facts and the truth that in itself is a type of justice it's still critical for anyone who's been personally affected to have that knowledge, because until then, can't begin to mourn, heal, or move on.
0: I mean, that's so crazy mm-hmm. because, like, these people that do want justice, they're not asking for a lot. No, Mm-mm. like, they're asking for the most basic. Of... They
1: just want to know where their loved one is.
0: That's yeah.
1: So uh, they're not even. And... They're
0: not even always yeah. Most I would say a lot of the time they're not even like saying "I want the death penalty or all this shit, like they literally just want an answer or at least no. a lead on an answer
1: and they deserve that duh and it's just so fucked I just the whole fucking thing the whole fucking thing is so fucked
0: that was super dark,
1: yeah there I have more. <laughs> Uh, in 2017, the state apologized to the victims and families uh, on April 26th. Oh. They held a formal ceremony with families and survivors to apologize for the abuses of the children at the school. Both houses of the legislature passed resolutions supporting the apology. Some two dozen men stood as their names were called. A proposed wow. house bill would fund two memorials to be built in Tallahassee and Mariana reburial of remains, and provide some kind of restitution to the victims. The Senate said it would consider it. As of April 2019, it has not passed. A spokesman for the white house boys said they did not want any remains reburied on the grounds of the school or even in the county as they believed local people were complicit in what went on there so i guess in that town this is all very hush hush you don't go and talk about it everyone there says that none of it happened they're all in a total state of denial mm-hmm. it's really fucked up i have some of the names of those who are identified but not all of them and i don't have the cause of death for all of them So George Owen Smith, they did find his body. Wow! So his sister did get his body back. Um, And I I will post an article from that discovery where she was finally reunited with her brother. Thomas Varnadeau, who his nephew had tried to exhume his body, he was found. And he had reportedly died of pneumonia. Earl Wilson was reportedly murdered by four other boys. Bennett Evans was an employee who died in the 1914 dorm fire. Sam Morgan, his death was never reported. Mm. uh robert stevens stabbed to death by a fellow student supposedly lloyd dutton and grady huff were identified wow two of these really fucked with me they haven't they're the youngest victims Mm. or the youngest recorded dead so i actually pulled up the document where of the few records that were there and went through and i was just curious like what the youngest was that had passed away George Grisham entered FIS on February 12, 1917 with his eight-year-old brother, Ernst. They were African-American boys, and despite their ages, both were charged with delinquency from Washington County and sentenced to the Florida school until 21 years old. George was six.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Sentenced until 21 years old.
0: What could a six-year-old have Mm -hmm. done?
1: Mm-hmm. What could an eight-year-old have done? I,
0: any, any of them, but like I'm picturing like the six-year-olds I know, and mm-hmm. like they're not capable of anything like no, no. remotely evil. Nope.
1: And that it's would like deserve that. It's it's so fucked. According to the biennial report, which was January 1st, 1921 to January 1st, 1923, the boys were paroled locally, and on October 23rd. 16 months after arriving at the florida school george was brought back to the school unconscious his burial location is unknown there's no record of what happened to his brother ernst other than the ledger entry several months later which reads not here 3 30 19 so they paroled those boys 16 months after they got there to who the fuck knows where and then the kid got the six-year-old got brought back well he would have been seven well no Holy crap. That would have meant that wow, I just made that connection. Uh whoa, hold the fuck on. He oh, was my, marked
0: My brain is like on delay. What did you just What did you just make?
1: <laughs> he was marked as 6 years old at the time of death. He that was 16 months after. He came to the school, so he was so 5. He was fucking 5. He was 5 years old when he got What the fuck? That is too much to process <laughs> i just i literally just made that connection and i'm even more heartbroken now Ugh. fuck okay and then george w chancy jr was a six-year-old white boy who entered the florida school on 10 25 1923 for dependency from polk county his sentence was until for- further ordered by the court 23 days after arriving he died of malaria The Ledger State's casket shipped home to his father, George Sr. Chancy had been sentenced and arrived at the Florida school along with Abraham Hayes, a 15-year-old white boy also from Polk County, whose charge was also for dependency. I don't know what that is. I should have looked that up. Hayes was paroled about a year later on November twenty-eighth, 1914 to his sister. And any further connection between the boys is unknown, but they came together. Six years old. I just, what does a six-year-old do to be fucking... Well, yeah, the fi- I mean, the five-year-old, yeah. Like, what the fuck? I, that's all just... <sighs> and that's it. I can't, I can't do anymore, but that's I just, it. I just think that,
0: like, the deeper reason is just to, like, oppress someone that's helpless. Like, that's literally the only game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When did, like, child labor laws begin? Was that, like, the 20s?
1: I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm going to look it up. Also, I hope you all just heard the toilet flushing because someone in my house went to the bathroom and the bathroom right behind me.
0: (laughs) Are you in the
1: bathroom? (laughs) I'm actually recording in the bathroom. Are you inside your tub? I am. I'm taking a bath. Wouldn't that be nice? I'd electrocute myself, though, by accident. Do-do-do. Oh, I see. Um,
0: 1924. Oh. So I see... Many laws restricting child labor were passed as part of the progressive reform movement. Uh, Congress passed such laws in 1960, 1918. Oh, but the Supreme Court declared them unconstitutional. But
1: so, here's the thing, they weren't laboring the kids, so that wouldn't have affected them at all. They were just beating the piss out of them. Oh, no, no, no. So, my my
0: point was that like I feel like kids did, kids were just treated
1: like tiny their property. Adults. I mean, their property. That's how they were treated, and that, when they weren't treated too. as property, they were yeah they had they were held that's that's like um i don't know when i went to eastern state penitentiary there's a juvenile offender section and 11 year olds were sentenced to a uh maximum security prison there is yeah. no there is no i don't know
0: i i just i think that like child labor laws were just like the first even like sign that kids were gonna get treated with even like the uh, even a semblance of like dignity right so in but the they 40s weren't. no they weren't but in the 40s my point is that like if that was even still so new in the 40s if it didn't actually oh, yeah. get passed until the mid-20s that's only like 15 years
1: yeah yeah
0: so like you know they were barely getting treated with any respect and like and yeah and like parents latchkey parents were so popular you know like kids just didn't
1: get any fucking attention ever they just got ignored. no no and i mean really until recently they didn't either (laughs) very
0: oh no seriously i still remember like and i
1: have i mean i have
0: i'm not saying my upbringing was at all abusive it was not but i'm just saying like in third fourth grade i would be home by myself for two or three hours until my parents were and that was kind of common common practice i would think yeah yeah um Absolutely. But now that kind of shit's like unheard of.
1: Yeah. I. It's just the whole thing. Sorry. I'm like. I'm still like buzzing right now over the fact that I realized he was five.
0: That's 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 crazy. Yeah. Like you're barely like out of being a toddler at five.
1: What the fuck could you have possibly done at five years old? uh, Okay. All right. So there's your infuriating story for the day. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm like. That's just, like, I almost had to, like, disassociate from that a little bit. Yeah. Because I couldn't even put myself too too much in it, or I would be, like...
1: Like I'm, I am right now?
0: Yeah, or I'd be, like, three <sighs> bottles of wine deep by the end of the night.
1: I will be when I'm done. Yeah, seriously. So, uh, yeah, I'm already an anxious being lately, so that's just, you know. But they deserve to have their stories told uh there's a list true, There's I a didn't list. know
0: anything about that
1: yeah I didn't either I actually was going to do an entirely different case this week and then I saw a Facebook article about this and I was like what the fuck is this and like so I don't know if you do this but I certainly do when I see a really cool story like that I scan and scan and scan and pray to everything to the gods to the fates whatever the DNA is going to pop up <laughs>
0: oh yeah like somewhere in the story you can like control
1: f and try to like find (laughs) dna or like please just mention dna somewhere so that i can use this story oh yeah (laughs)
0: yep absolutely
1: uh so this was one of those stories that just happened to i got to the bottom and uh joe my husband joey was home and i was like yes yes and he was like what the fuck is wrong with you and i was like "The story it has dna in it i get to talk about it (laughs) Oh man, you just like nerded
0: out. He yeah, was like, "Who I was did so I marry?" It.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's pretty used to me nerding out over much nerdier things than that. So yeah. that's very
0: true. You are a you are a um you're you're quite a nerdy little bean. But that's I why I love you.
1: Yeah, it's what makes me me, right? Yeah, of course. So wouldn't well, change you. Thanks. I'm pretty fond of myself. Not really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, no, you're <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: I am not at all. I really tried there for a minute though. You
0: tried, but it was not
1: convincing. <laughs> not in the slightest. Um so yeah, there there we go. Um cool. Do you have any padded room? I'm just real fucking depressed right now, so no.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, that I was really like, rough. I have like a just like a little lighthearted thing. Um Yeah. I was on like a true crime documentary kick, but um then I was just like, I just wanna watch something like lighthearted. So if anyone else needs that, if you have Hulu, um, Four Weddings and a Funeral, the series based on the like rom com from Really. Know, probably the nineties or early two thousands, yeah. Um, it's real it's a really cute show. Like the some of the acting is a little bit cheesy, but like the characters are cute and a lot of them like develop well and it's just a really cute little show. So if you need anything lighthearted to watch uh, i would recommend that
1: you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna spin off that a little bit yeah um as you know and our listeners our ear viewers don't know uh (laughs) i'm fucking obsessed with the golden girls (laughs) yes um i love the golden girls i put it on every night to go to sleep like the golden girls is my shit um
0: quality and
1: it's very good and was actually very progressive for the time that it was run Uh uh-huh it was you're right yeah, so I, uh, I'll i usually have it on, and um, whenever uh, my husband comes home, did I call him my husband earlier, or did I call him something else?
0: No, you said Joey, my husband, yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't
1: know if I said, like, Joey, my fiancé, and then I was like, no, we've been married for, like, five years. Like, I don't think where... you did. Yeah, okay. Either way, he's my husband, so. Yeah, you guys uh... are
0: definitely married, and definitely have
1: been for a while, so. Yeah, yeah sorry uh so he sometimes he'll come home and sit down I'll be watching it and like I'll catch him chuckling at jokes in it and I know how stupid it is to be so excited about that um but I am because it's like I'm sharing something that I really love with him that he shouldn't not shouldn't but that he is usually not interested in
0: uh-huh no I get that yeah for so sure.
1: I'm like he, he, he isn't this great
0: <laughs> yep so. I totally get that when someone like watches like one of my friends or close people in my life like watches Parks and Rec for the first time or like yes. thinks they oh. don't like Parks and Rec but then give it a chance and realizes that it's the best show ever created. Yep. I get really excited.
1: Yeah, so watch Golden Girls cuz Golden Girls will just help you zen, you know, you'll, oh, you'll get good again. Quality and then programming. um and Shits Creek too.
0: Oh, amazing. Yep.
1: I fucking love Shits Creek. Yep. So, um yeah, okay. Well, that's That's it. Do you Um, want to do our uh, our rundown of where to talk to us?
0: Frick, I don't have it in front of me, but hold on. Oh, it's cool. I'm just going to. I do know our email address.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so really – especially because we were in quarantine or lockdown or whatever you might be in. We're super bored. We want to hear from you. Uh, Please email us with your stories. We want to hear about your crazy family DNA stuff, something you weren't expecting. It doesn't have to be as grandiose as everything we're saying. It can literally just be like, I found out that I'm this nationality and I didn't know. We want to talk about you too. um, And we want to interact with you. Or if you know of any cool stories that you want us to cover uh, crimes or you know just switched at birth stories please send them to us the email is chardonnayanddna at gmail.com
0: same uh, thing for Instagram
1: yep all spelled out yep Facebook is Chardonnay and sign dna and uh, Twitter is chardonnaydna so please reach out we want to hear from you um, and thanks for ear viewing
0: Yes, thank you for ear viewing. Um, Stay safe, wash your hands.
1: Yeah, stay safe and wash your hands and stay the fuck away from each other.
0: And stay the fuck away from me and stay the fuck home.
1: Yeah, stay the fuck home. Yep. (laughs) All right.
0: right. Bye. Bye.